Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything because what? But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey everyone, welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. Happy 2020, everybody. New decade, same podcast. I'm Matt. I am Dory. Welcome, everyone. Aye, aye, aye. Dory's really having a time today. What are you talking about? Mm, I don't know. You're just having a time with these microphones lately. Well, something is weird in my headphones. What would that be? It's like it broke or something. Uh, what do you mean it broke or something? Try it. This try it time. on. You'll this see. What, you'll time. see what I mean. Try it on. Oh, it's not turning. It's not turning, everyone. That's the issue. So uh, just, yes, it is. It, it just it just felt it felt weird. Maybe Henry broke it. Maybe Henry he does broke like it. to play with all kinds of things. He does and eat everything. Oh, oh, oh. oh, it's broken. Okay. Yep. 
Oh, no. <laughs> Guys, what are we going to do? I mean, I can still wear them. They're just sort of uncomfortable. No, you can't. Oh. They're broken, broken. They're broken, broken. Okay. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> well, that was fun. Guys, Dory doesn't have headphones. It's going to be an interesting pod. <laughs> Here we go, everyone. So, let's see. What's been happening? We we went to New York with Henry. This is true. I accidentally raised my desk (laughs) looking for headphones. What is happening? I was looking for a spare Um, set of headphones for you. It's okay. We went to New York. We went with Henry. It was fine. What do you mean it was fine? The, the trip was fine? The flights were not great. Flights were de- he was he the flights were lovely. <laughs> the 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 act of flying with Henry not so lovely. Not so lovely. Um so that was not super fun. And then but then when we got there it was fun. We got to see all our friends. He had a good time, I think. He had a good time. He liked being there. He, he did. enjoyed the weather. It was not as bad as... Uh, it was colder in LA than it was in... Yeah, a couple of days it was colder in LA than it was in New York. I bought him all this like cold weather gear. Obscene amounts of cold weather and gear. Like uh, wrap him up need, and like, mummify the baby. He barely and, like, to use any weird, of it. Uh, he used one of those like it. stroller cocoons one day and he was sort of like, what is this? Oh, and he was like, I could have like baked a potato on him when I took him out. <laughs> it does keep the babies very warm. It's, it, I would say, I would argue, too, uh, whoops, what is, too what warm. What is happening over there? I'm trying to find an adapter so I can use a quarter inch um, headphone with this uh, headphone jack. It's fine. I'm fine with that. Headphones. I know, but I'm worried about you. What if you can't hear something? Like what? Like me shuffling through this stuff, oh, well, looking actually, for this thing. I mean, I won't be able to. He- I won't be able to hear the voicemails. Oh no! Oh, you know what? I think I have headphones I can use. Hold. Oh me. my god, she has the Bose noise canceling headphones that I gave her, and she's just now figuring that out. Oh my god! Hi everyone. I would like to say that my wife is, is the best. Really, something. And. Just you know, this is not. This doesn't sound good. I've got I've got feedback from this now. Oh, I put it in the wrong <laughs> guys. I put it in the wrong hole. This is the problem with being a parent. Okay, you can't really function anymore. That's true. I am completely broken inside. I'm unfunctional. Ah, that's great. It's really crazy. Traveling with a baby is like traveling with a circus. You have so many fucking caravans of things you're waiting for to unload. Oh, where's the cannon we shoot the person out of? We've lost the trapeze. I've got to wait by this belt for this net to come out. Oh, we, we, we're missing the, the clown makeup. Where's the clown makeup? Oh, where's it's the in the sixth bag. It's like you travel. You can't even. You, it's more than one. It's one full luggage cart. I've never used a luggage cart in my life. Now, every time I go to the airport, I have to use a luggage cart. We've got a car seat. We've got a stroller. We've got Henry's two suitcases. No, he had one suitcase. Okay, felt like two. It was a big one. We've got Dory's suitcase, which is usually the heaviest thing going. It's at least 45 pounds. Like, I don't understand how much stuff you have that you're taking with you. It's really crazy. I do not like traveling with a baby. I don't want to do it again, but we're going to have to because that's what we do. 
Yep. Um, but if I could say some recommendation to any new parents out there, don't. <laughs> it's so much stuff. It's so much stuff. And then we're like waiting for the his stroller to come off the plane before we can exit and like it took so long that the flight crew left dory and four other people with waiting for strollers and then noah could get out because they'd closed the terminal gate for security reasons and one then, guy started losing it oh my god it was really and i'm out there changing henry on the floor like and he's got like this guy he just poops Poop everywhere like everywhere <laughs> everywhere and it's like he wouldn't sleep on the plane. You know, when he finally did go to sleep, like the flight attendant spoke too loudly to the person in front of us and that woke him up. And then Dory one time was like getting something over the overhead bin on my side because we'd put Henry's diaper bag over there and that woke him up. And then he saw mom and he couldn't, it was like, no more sleep for me. I'm going to scream over here. It's, oh my God. And then... The next morning, he had a fever. Yeah. And he was teething. And he was teething. It was a calamity as far as like the physical go from airport to New York to place we were staying. It just, that whole, I would, uh, those, those 14 hours of my life, I'd like back. So if anyone out there can give those back, let me know. <laughs> Email us at doriamatt at gmail or Matt and Dory at gmail. Then we got home and there's like so much stuff I had to do. Right now, uh, garbage disposal is broken. I'm thinking about that. Dory decided to put a tiny glass cylinder. I don't even know what it would have been for. Do you know what it was? Yeah, I put like sauces and dressings in there. So Dory put sauces and dressings <laughs> in a tiny glass container that is so small that it will slip into the drain buried under everything you're never going to see it it doesn't start draining you turn on the uh garbage disposal and all of a sudden uh, no more garbage disposal she's got four thousand tiny containers for sauces and dressings and i would say 95 percent of them are not glass and the one that was glass she did, opted not to put in the dishwasher she made us get. <sighs> Guys, it's marriage. It's hard to be mad. Marriage it's really is, hard to be mad. Well, you know, do you know how hot do you know how hard it was to get the Christmas tree up in the fucking attic? Why, crawl space? Why did we store it in the attic? I put it in there because there's no room in the shed. We have reached critical mass. <laughs> we have reached critical. We have three fucking strollers. Two of them are tiny travel strollers. I know, but it's like, what, where, why? We have one baby. You can point at guitars all you want. They take up less space than (laughs) than these strollers. That is not true. (laughs) I mean, they don't eat into the space that much. They're literally up against the wall as as slim, as as up as they can be. Yeah, but there's always guitars like scattered about. Because our son likes guitars. Our son likes guitars. Okay. Holly's texting us. She just texted us a picture. Okay. Is Henry out having a good time? Yes. He's a chatty Cathy. We also have to get someone to watch Henry while we record a podcast. This whole thing 
is I don't know. So yeah, get every all the Christmas stuff taken down because I didn't want to ride into 2021 with the Christmas stuff still up. So I was like, let's let me get it out now. Then I get it in my head. I want to put shelves in the bathroom because I have no sink space. Because again, critical mass. Oh my god, I've lost it with this house. It took me a while, guys. I know you. I was here a few months ago. I know and you were not. And now I'm visiting, and I don't like it here mm-hmm. in this place where I don't like my house. Mm-hmm. I just want to like burn everything to the ground. As far mm-hmm. as all of, I just want to take all the stuff we own, mm-hmm. put it on the lawn, mm-hmm. cover it in paint thinner, and mm-hmm. then light the flame. What about your guitars? They can go too. Oh, okay. Hear that, guys? He doesn't care about you. It's just so much stuff. I just want to live like Moby. You cannot live like Moby. Every day there's 10,000 Amazon packages arriving at our house. Yeah, but some of them have tiny bolts in them. Like, it's like, you know, there's nothing. Still trying to fix my bikes, guys. You turn everything into a boondoggle. I just try to fix everything myself. And it turns into a boondoggle. Well, I eventually will get there. Things will eventually get fixed. It's I, I, so. I hope your holidays were great, everybody. Oh, <laughs> it's tough. I gotta go back to work tomorrow. I'll be gone for God knows how many hours a day. It's really just. I don't know. It's a lot. Our house cannot stay clean because there's so much stuff. It's driving me crazy. No one cleans but me. That is not true. When do you clean the living room? I clean it all the time. You just then never notice. I when feel I like do. I'm cleaning it all the time. Uh-huh. So why is it always being cleaned? Because there's too much stuff. Ugh. What should our, should our New Year's resolution be? Get rid of everything. Sure. Or should it be get a bigger house? Or should it be get rid of one of us? Bye. We'll tweet like we'll have Bo, me, you, and Henry mm-hmm. pull straws. Whoever gets the shortest straw leaves. Mm. Okay. All Sounds right. like a good plan. Bo doesn't have thumbs. All right. So it's you, me, and Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Bo definitely Bo stays. Gets the house. <laughs> Oh my god! I, I I just can't even deal. I'm I've lost my mind, everybody. I mean, otherwise, look, Henry had a great time. <laughs> I've had something in my eye for three days. My left eye is like constantly crying. I'm like Le Chief in Casino Royale. <laughs> Tear duct is broken or something. Oh, it's just like. Oh, sorry, everybody. Why would we start 2020 like this? Let's not. Let's not. (sighs) I'm grateful that we have a roof, that we have a beautiful baby, that we have a a, a dog who can sometimes be totally cool, (laughs) a wife who is so smart and pretty and, and just knows how to do stuff. Except for like stuff around the house, um, 
So let me just let me just start twenty twenty by being grateful. I appreciate that. Thank you. <sighs> you know what you're describing? You're describing the mental load. I'm sorry? You're describing the mental load. What is the mental load? The mental load is just like all the stuff. All the stuff that you have to I haven't to, like, even gotten into about. work yet. I know. Do you I'm, understand that I have two mm-hmm. other things I have to write and then this I'm like yeah. my actual job? I know. Oh my goodness, everybody. Thank God I'm working. Mm-hmm. Grateful. 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 Be grateful for what we have. I am turning a page on complaining. Good. And that page will be picked up shortly, but for it's right a new now. new chapter. For right now, I just want to be less complainy about it. I just like, but I'm just like at wits, my wits end. <sighs> You're all great. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Anyway, Henry was sick when we got back. It was so sad. Yeah, he had a fever. I mean, he had good. He was good spirits about his fever. Yeah. Like he didn't really care or know that he had a fever. His nose was so runny. It just ran constantly. Um, you know, you take a kid to New York, come back to L.A., two planes, bound to get something. Yeah. I think he got a very mild case of whatever. He was also around was. a lot of kids. Yes, he was. A lot of petri dish children. Yeah. So, you know, he had a fever of like 100 for three days. Um, we went from three naps to two naps. It's going okay. Today was day two of two naps. Right? Day th- three? Day three. Oh, yeah, Friday. Yeah. Um. So that's interesting. How do you think that's going? You think okay? I think okay. I mean, yesterday we had to put him to sleep at 5.30. Yes, but again, he seemingly needed us at his normal time in the morning, right. so that's fine. so he needed that sleep. So the issue is that his naps are not... His two naps should be each be a little bit longer, and he's just not able to like get quite get there. Too much FOMO. Probably is too much FOMO. So I'm hoping that... I don't know. I'm hoping that he'll adjust. I'm sure he will. I think he will. I mean, you're down to two naps a day. Ha ha ha. Um, no, I was talking to some some mom friends and like one of them was saying it took a couple weeks to get her son like fully on the two nap schedule. Mm-hmm. So, I'm just going to take it day by day. Mm. Day by day. Day by day by day. Um what else is going on? Mm. Hmm. I feel I, I feel I feel physically exhausted. You've been doing physical labor for the past two days. It's crazy. It's like a, I don't know why everything has to get done, but it does. You're in a real guys. The worst thing was going up into the hundred degree <laughs> crawl space. And being handed a Christmas tree piece by piece and putting it into a giant Christmas tree bag in the crawl space that is, you know, it was over 100 degrees in there. I was sweating so profusely, all because I wanted to get Christmas done. And you did. Yeah, but the house now looks like a bomb went off. It always looks like this. (sighs) I guess I don't see it because I'm never here. Correct. 
I'm here. Okay. That was fun. Do you feel any better? No. You feel worse? I don't feel good. I'm a little nauseous. What have you eaten today? Ghost kitchens. (laughs) I introduced Matt to the concept of ghost kitchens. And it's exactly what you think. Um, haunted beings. <laughs> Cooking your food. Make food. <laughs> now, apparently there are fake restaurants on Postmates, Grubhub, etc. In, in, in Los Angeles and New York where, like, it's very specific. Kind of like podcasting where it's so niche. Yes, it'll be like, best burrito company. Yeah. <laughs> One You're is, like, oh, this place looks good. One is literally called the best breakfast burrito ever. Yeah. But you ordered from it. Three times I've yeah. ordered from them. <laughs> and so, I'm like, where is this restaurant? It seems great. And you're like, I don't think it exists. And I'm like, but I've, I've eaten the food. I know it exists. Uh, turns out there are these commercial kitchens that are rented by, by chefs who have these sort of imprints well, that's one version of, of it. Of things they can make. But I think another version of it is actually run by Postmates. Mm. So they'll like, they see what people are searching for. So they'll see like a lot of people are searching for breakfast burritos and there aren't a lot of places that like deliver breakfast burritos at all true, hours. True, like, We should have a place that delivers breakfast burritos at all hours. Best breakfast burritos. Yes. So that's what they do. Bed and breakfast burritos. Right. So they take that kind of stuff. Like there's like, pizza and tacos and you know like but it's all very specific <laughs> breakfast like breakfasty foods yeah. um so anyway. but if it's really postmates who owns it there they the food should be cheaper no they don't want to make it too cheap then people get suspicious oh I'm already suspicious. It's called best breakfast burrito ever. But you ordered from it three times. Wasn't too suspicious to not order. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, this morning I had a breakfast sandwich from a place called Two and Two on a Bun. Two on a Roll. Two on a Roll, which is the concept is we make breakfast sandwiches on Kaiser rolls. The end. <laughs> I did not think it was that good. Oh, it was a salt factory. Yeah. I did not care for mine either. Bo enjoyed some of it. <laughs> well, good. Anyway, that's sort of what's going on around here. Don't forget to leave your Apple Podcast reviews. And our Facebook group, of course, is available to anyone who actually wants to hear about IVF. And that's, you know, probably what's going to happen after this break. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure. Our website's there, excellentadventure.com. You can also support us on Patreon. Uh, patrons, uh, bear with us. We're going to get that podcast up this, uh, hopefully this week. Yeah. I, well, I, I just posted on the Patreon. I explained what happened, and I promised the $10 folks a, a longer bonus episode to yeah. make up for our I mean, we just, hardiness. like, God, we sort of lost it. We lost the thread, as they say. We also, like recorded and then had to stop for something henry probably henry woke up and then resumed recording and then we're we're, honestly let me tell you this whole couple weeks with henry and dory and just us has been literally exhausting Mm -hmm. babies are exhausting like turns out to the point where we should draw straws and one of us should leave. And one of us should leave. <laughs> oh, God, I hope it's Henry. 
Oh. I know, but he'd do fine. Him and Bo with like a little uh, hobo bindle, you know, just a <laughs> stick with a handkerchief. He is. Can of oh beans. my God, that is another thing that's been happening. He's really like, he's taken to chasing Bo. Yeah, he's in the chasing Bo phase. And I try to stop it, but. Oh, and yesterday he ate Bo's food. He ate, th- of course, Dory, Dory like literally is falling asleep in his yes space with him. And I'm like, honey, just go sit in the chair. I'll and just take close care your of- eyes. I got this. I'll take care of Henry. Next thing I know, I close my eyes for like three minutes. Next thing I know, I hear, Henry, don't eat Bo's food. And he literally <laughs> was just like, you put, picked it up. And I thought I got him in time. And then I pick him up and I hear in my ear crunch. <laughs> and then I try to get it. And it's like, just gone. <laughs> and then his breath smelled like fish. Yeah, and I had to like... Because Bo eats salmon. Give Bo so much cheese potato. so he'd be cool with the situation. Bo's been great Bo with Henry. Bo has been so cool. Like, uh, I just... Bo is just the best dog. Right now, with Henry. Yeah. Yes. He just, like, he lets Henry know when he's annoying him. Yeah, which in turn lets but us But not, know. like, aggressively. Like, no. he's just like, dude... Come on. <laughs> I like when he just removes himself yeah. from the situation. Sometimes he's just like, bye. <laughs> Which, honestly, is the best. Um, All right. He really is. It's great. Anyway, we'll be right back after this. Love- oh, don't forget, you can email us. Oh, at yes. Dory at gmail.com, Dory and Matt at gmail.com, and call us, 416-431-4645, four, four, nope. four, nope. babies. Nope. 100 babies. 413-461-baby. Thank you. All right, we'll be right back. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love, anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet, not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks, tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated 
over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I uh, don't know why you'd return anything, because what? <laughs> but they do have a 100% happiness guarantee. So if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. <laughs> That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Hey, everyone, we're back. We are back. No straws have been drawn. No, we're all still here. We're all still here. Um, all right. So it's been a couple weeks, but we got some responses to some of the signals that went out. Um, the preterm labor signal had gone out and we heard from a few, we heard from a few more people about this. So this first email is from Sue. She says, I would ask more questions about why the doctors think she had preterm labor. Is it because of her cervix? Often progesterone is prescribed for short cervix, which can cause preterm labor. I think of the opposite of a short cervix. I don't know. Because like my cervix was like locking Henry in. Well, he did not care to enter the world. Yeah, but that was partly because my cervix was impenetrable. Uh, if only we knew. We could have left him in there. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, blah, blah, blah. My short cervix, also called incompetent cervix, was discovered at my 20-week anatomy scan, and I had to get an emergency stitch. Cerclage. Cerclage? Uh, to my cervix. Basically, the cervix stays long and closed, holding the fetus in until it's time for labor. My cervix was shortening way too early and was going to fail, and the fetus would come out way too early if they didn't stitch my cervix closed. Luckily, the surgery worked, and I went full term. I'm now 12 weeks pregnant with my second baby, and I'm again at risk for preterm labor because of my incompetent cervix, so I'm getting the cerclage preventively. At 14 weeks, progesterone is prescribed to many women who have a short cervix. I think the aim is that the progesterone will encourage the cervix to stay long and not shorten. However, some studies show that it does not work, as Sarah's midwife noted. From my incompetent cervix Facebook group, oh boy, it seems that a lot of doctors are reluctant to do cerclages. Whoops, what just happened? Um, ba -ba -ba -ba. Oh, yes. Um, even though they can be highly successful. My doctor, who I think is a genius, did not prescribe me progesterone for either pregnancy. She relies on the stitch and monitoring my cervix to make sure it's long and closed enough to keep the fetus inside. If Sarah were my sister, I would encourage her to find out some more information about why her doctors think she went into preterm labor the first time. If it is because of her cervix, I would encourage her to find out more about options other than progesterone for short slash incompetent cervix, including cerclage. I hope that's how you say it. Sue, in a 1,200-square-foot condo, two adults, one baby, another baby on the way, in downtown San Diego. Oh, my God. How are you guys not at mass capacity? I probably don't have as much stuff as uh, we do. Just a, just a guess. Just a guess. 
just a guess. I don't know why you blame me on the stuff. I'm not blaming you. I'm not blaming you. I'm blaming both of us. Okay. We both have a lot of stuff. All right. But you have more stuff. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes. Didn't want that couch. Didn't want that. I, we would have no furniture if I was in charge. Mm. We'd have so much space. Mm. There'd be no couch. There'd be no dining room table. Mm. This couch would be gone. Mm. Ah, oh, what a dream. We got rid of so much stuff before Henry was born. So much. I know. We have. We had to put another human in a room that yep. had so much of your stuff in it. Mm-hmm. All right. <clears throat> This next email is from Anonymous, who is also writing about preterm labor. I'm in a similar situation as the caller, but right now I'm not interested in having more children because I'm still pretty traumatized after going to labor early, childbirth, and a somewhat lengthy NICU stay. I had my first baby at 28 weeks and five days, gestational age, on May 6th of 2019. After my water broke spontaneously, I had a healthy pregnancy and no risk factors for preterm labor. My baby was considered very premature and spent 65 long days in the NICU. Though she will likely have some developmental delays, she is now a healthy and happy eight-month-old, five-months-adjusted baby. After I had my eight-week postpartum appointment with my OBGYN, she warned me that the risks of having another baby prematurely are twice as likely if you've already had one, so it would be considered a high-risk pregnancy. Not only that, but the likelihood of having a baby even more prematurely than the first is high. A fetus is considered viable at 24 weeks, so I wouldn't have much wiggle room for that. If I were to get pregnant again, I would need to be monitored very closely and have weekly progesterone injections to attempt to prevent preterm labor. Side note, I don't have the research to support any of this. This is what my OBGYN told me. I'm sure I could look it up, but I'm writing this as I'm caring for my baby. That being said, I know it is possible to go to full term after having a baby prematurely because I've seen it happen to other people, but there's also a high chance that it won't happen. All bodies are different. I don't think anyone can say if it will happen or not with certainty. Um, again, that's, oh, anyway, that's my experience with preterm labor, but I would love to hear from others who have had preterm labor and future pregnancies. Like I said, I'm not interested in having another baby at the moment. Pretty happy with the one I got, but I don't know how our family will feel in the future. P.S. Thank you both so much for your podcast. It came here from Forever 35. And both podcasts have got me through a pretty rough year with a lot of highs and lows. Sincerely Anonymous. Well, we are happy to have you, Anonymous. Thank you for being here. Welcome. I'm glad that you came out the other side of this traumatic birth experience. It sounds pretty gnarly. Um, yeah. I'm glad to hear that your baby is, is happy and healthy. Does any of this dissuade you from wanting another sibling, a sibling for Henry? I didn't have preterm labor. I know, but just there's like other things that could happen. I'm I'm aware of that. I know. Does it just right here? No. No. That'd I, be twice as much stuff, honey. I know you don't want another kid. Oh, it's not that I don't want another kid. I wish I could just have the kid without IVF and without. Uh, I mean, it sure. taking up more space. Could we adopt some sort of ghost, like one of these ghost chefs could live here as as Henry's sibling? Should we? They don't order, take up a lot of space. And they can go ghost, through walls. Should we order a ghost sibling from a ghost kitchen? <laughs> we should order a burrito. No, we shouldn't. A baby burrito. I'm so tired. I cannot concentrate. I can't think. 
I can't speak. Do you want to take a break? I think I need to take a break. Okay, let's take a break. It's not not a real break, everybody. We're gonna we'll take a little break. And we'll come we'll come back soon. Okay, everyone, crisis is averted. Garbage disposal is working. We should say crises dealt with. Crises met with the full force of our might. I went and got Matt some eye drops. A variety of eye drops. I let Henry choose. He chose Visine, which we neither of us could open. Yep. So we went with the other one. Clear eyes or yeah. something. Um, Matt's eye does look better. And then the uh, garbage disposal. Matt fixed it. I fixed it, guys. Oh, I forgot to tell you, I stepped in poop on my way uh, back from the car. Back from the car, you stepped in poop. Mm-hmm. Bo's poop? Correct. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's dark. You couldn't see. Correct. Oh, well. Fortunately, I realized it before I got in the house. So long, Rothies. Well, I was wearing my New Balances. Uh, we'll just hose them off. Yeah. With a hose. Yeah. And some sort of brush, maybe like a steel brush. Do we have that? No. (laughs) Okay. And you think we have too much stuff. We don't have a steel brush. It's actually not true. We have steel brushes for the grill. Yeah. I'm not using those in my poopy shoes. That's true. Good point. (laughs) Thank you. Steel wool? I don't know. I I have a pressure washer. I could just take the pressure washer to it. Sure. Maybe I'll get poop in my face. Oh, God. (laughs) You should wear a mask. Oh, God. (laughs) So many things that could go wrong. (laughs) Um, uh, Yeah, so we're back. It's good to be back. I feel a little bit more energized. Does it sound like Your eye looks so much better, I have to say. Well, you know, it's like uh, Ben Stein used to say. For dry, clear eyes... (laughs) Wait, no, I wasn't for dry, itchy eyes, use clear eyes. Okay, so we were in the midst of many discussions. I don't remember what we were last talking about. Well, we were talking about preterm labor, but we were about to switch gears. We gear switched. Gear switched. I shift down or up? Uh, Shift up. Okay. Yeah. This is from Ari. Um, She is a longtime listener, first time writer. Mm Mm-hmm. I just had something to say about Elizabeth, who is considering freezing her eggs and having a baby in the future. Just hearing what I heard from Elizabeth in her email, I had some thoughts I wanted to share with her. Just for context, I'm a uterus-bearing person in a relationship with another uterus-bearing person. We both come from low-income poverty line families and have never really had much financial security. I work full-time pushing paper for some doctors, and my partner is limited functionality, uh, working usually two to three times per week. We have student loans and some debt that may never be paid off. Even in Alberta, Canada? Spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Uh, We are amazing people, but have some barriers in our life. We have a lot of discussions about what being a parent looks like to us. We both kind of like kids. We think that if you listen to the first half of this podcast, I think you might be like, maybe we don't like kids. Uh, we think that people who have them can be super annoying about their kids, but we don't have anything against the kids themselves. We're lucky to be compatible in the fact that we are indifferent about having our own children. I don't think we could ever afford one round of IVF, etc. We also don't feel the need to adopt a child, which would come with its own big costs. We wondered where this left us. Like Elizabeth, 
we are continually aware of the amount of assholes in the world. We feel that we could share so much with a kiddo. We recently started to consider something different. Foster care. I know Elizabeth technically hates kids, that's in quotes, <laughs> but much like my partner, she offers some things that few people seem to offer off the bat to a child who has been through some shit. Amazing boundaries, big honesty, and the desire to help a kiddo become kind and independent. Being a demanding and clear person, I think Elizabeth has the ability to advocate for tiny people that really need someone in their corner. I know this is something that me and my family will consider in the future. I know Elizabeth has the means to make her, quote, own baby, but I think she should, uh, and I think she should if she really wants to. Uh, I also think Elizabeth and people like her should consider looking into what fostering looks like in their area and if it could work for them. With love, Ari. And a surprisingly functional 575 square foot one bedroom 1905 house shared with my partner and cat in Edmonton, Alberta. Thank you, Ari. Uh, I feel like we haven't discussed foster uh, children uh, much come, on the show. Yeah, they've come up a few times, but not as often as we talk about adoption or um, embryo adoption or donor eggs Correct. or donor sperm. Correct. There is another uh, option out there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you'd skip the uh, uh, teething uh, travel. Um, Not necessarily. Well, you could foster a child that is You could foster a newborn. Yeah. Um, But I don't... I'd look into a late model. I think if you... I believe if you are still fostering them... Um, and you haven't adopted, I don't think you can take them out of state. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I believe. Out of province? Oh, I don't know. I don't know what the Canadian regulations are for foster children. Nor I. Um. But Ari, thank you for the email. Yeah, thank you. Um, all right. We're going to take another short break. A real break this time. Yes. BRB. Back to the show. Hey guys, we're back again. Can you believe it? Wow. What an exciting, excellent adventure this is. <sighs> Hi. Hashtag release the JJ cut. <laughs> what? Wrong podcast. Wrong everything. That's your Star Wars podcast. Doesn't exist. Nor does the JJ cut. <laughs> um, okay. So, where are we right now? We're in the middle of the show. Yeah. Well, set th- 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 we're, we're about two thirds of the third. We're in the third way. third of the yeah. show. Yeah. Um, How are you feeling? The third trimester of the show. Yep. Um, you know, I'm feeling like I've got a lot to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just in general. I'm feeling like our house is too small. <laughs> We discussed this at the top of the show. I know. Guys, spoiler alert. What? <laughs> Dory and I looked at a house today for rent that is bigger than this house. Questionably so. I don't know what the size difference actually is. We we figured this out. It's in the neighborhood. We said it's about 500 square feet bigger. We said this. It, that's what the... I looked online. Okay, and that's what the listing was? Yes. But we have a lot of things to think about and consider with this, if potential moving into a larger space. So, I'm thinking about it right now. 
Thought I'd share that with the audience. Where are you leaning? Because I'll, then I'll tell you where I'm leaning. I'm leaning towards do it. Oh, really? Oh, you're leaning towards don't. That's I interesting. No, that's interesting. I'm like. I did look for comparable in the neighborhood. Yeah. While I was walking Bo afterwards. Mm-hmm. Anything. That's the best. Interesting. Like there's some bigger places. Yeah. For that exact price. Oh, really? Yeah, but they're not anything you'd enjoy. Mm, interesting. Also, I keep coming back to the fact that there was seemingly a lot of shade. Yes. Which, you know how much I don't like the sun. I do, I do. Neither does our son, actually. Henry doesn't even oh know God. what the sun is. <laughs> Today we were at Rye. <laughs> There's like a French door leading to a patio. And he was playing on some like Rye structure. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and the sun was coming in through the French doors, but like at an angle, kind of. Well, it's just direct sunlight, yeah, which is not something Henry is used to. So he kept sort of like going into the direct sunlight and then like closing his eyes and making like this, like so confused and but sort of like overwhelmed face. Yes. <laughs> and then he and I like, said to Dory, this is what happens when our son is never exposed to uh, less sun. He's very pale. He is so pale and he is so, he's, just, I honestly don't think that he's ever been in that situation of like, here's direct sunlight. I can also get out of this sunlight if I want to. Right. So then he kept moving his head and being like, Oh, I'm not in the sun anymore. And then he would like move it back and be like, yeah. ah, yeah. <laughs> It was very cute. He's a very funny little danger baby. He bonked his head today, and then he figured out how to not bonk his head. He bonked his face on me. And he bonked his face on you this morning. He, like, face-planted into my foot and cut his little lip on one of his teeth. Yeah, bud. Oh, yeah, he has five teeth now. One of his little, one of his razor-sharp shark teeth. (laughs) He has a little baby shark. scratch my glasses. Well, you do give him your glasses. It's one of the few things that he will calm down while we change him. Yeah. And not try to escape. I know. The kid's like main goal in life is to get poop everywhere. <laughs> it's so true. It's like uh, shocking. So, interesting. And you were leaning no why? A couple things. Yes, let's hear it. Um the house feels dated in a way that Of course it does. I think we'll might be annoying i well i was you know i asked about paint yeah and i think that a coat of a coat of like brighten it up here and there sure the tv is on how because uh it i'm gonna was paused our dvr was paused while dory was watching the golden globes and then i think it just i think we started record it's recording something it's probably just recording everything right now, so it has no channel. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nova, worst cooks, American pickers, and American. I haven't watched television in so long. So Dory's now trying to figure out where the Golden Globes are. And she's going to put them on. I haven't sat down and watched television, everyone, and like, I mean, 
since Henry's been born easily. There's a lot of random stuff set to record. <laughs> That's all stuff I used to watch all the time. American Greed on CNBC. You did used to watch that. American Pickers on the History Channel. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else was there? Worst Cooks in America. Which is, I think it's back for a new season right now. South Park. South Park. Nova. Nova I love. Documentary series on PBS. Mm-hmm. That's all things I used to watch. Yeah, that you when I watched, watched television. In years. I haven't watched television in so long. Now, what were we saying? We were talking about the house. Oh, and, and I, you were saying it feels dated, and I was yeah. saying paint. Yes, um, the layout is slightly weird. Slightly, yes. Um, the pool is a pool. The pool is a pool. Perfectly nice. The pool. finished garage is a finished garage. Yeah, just like a tiled space that has electricity. Yep, and could easily get, you know, two area rugs and call it a day. Yep. Um, there's not much of a yard besides the pool. Right, but there is a front. There is a front. It's very, again, I'll say it, shaded. It is very shaded. Which, you know, is one of my prime factors. Yes. Um, don't love the two-month security. That felt like a lot, but I think that's, I think we could probably negotiate that. Yeah. If we needed to, or if we even decided to do that. Right. Or move to that house. Um, it's not far from our current house, everyone. It's like four blocks from yeah, here. Yeah, it's very close. So it would not throw Bo into upheaval. Uh, Henry, every, like life would stay the same. We'd just be in more space with less carpet. Yep. <laughs> the floors were nice. Hey, look at that. That's something you don't say often. That's We've true. We've looked at many houses. You rarely have said the floors are nice. I thought the floors were... I thought they 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 did a really nice job keeping uh, maintaining the floors. Maintaining the hardwood floors, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the kitchen is small. I mean, I don't think it's bigger than our current kitchen. It's just there's a lot more cabinets. Yeah, and better stuff. And better appliances. Yeah. Um, but it's dated looking, which whatever. Again. Again, I don't. I, that I don't really care about. Um, the bathrooms are hideous, except the half bath, which will probably be used the least. I disagree. It's a great poop bathroom. It is a good poop bathroom. It's tucked away. But the master bath is like weird. Um, it had a small vanity. Very small vanity. Yeah. But it also had that dressing table. Yeah, that like it was like a purple formica. formica it was a formica dressing table. M- dressing table. Um. The the like den next to the bedroom I thought was a little strange. The I layout of that. Agree. Like not ideal. Not horrible, but not no, ideal. No, not horrible at all. Um, Certainly a lot of space to turn into a yes space for Henry. I thought we decided Henry would have his suite at the front of the house. Sure. If this was the thing we if moved into. If this was the thing we moved into. I like here's a, here's another thing I like about the house. I like that there's an entryway. With a closet. Like you a, love an entryway. I love an entryway. There's a the, coat closet. And so many shoes you can put in there. So many shoes. There's room for a console table. We could really have like a whole... There is a console table sitting there. I know. And it's actually not a bad table. We could have a whole like mail system set up. Like I think that I like. I like... Yeah. I like oh, and I liked... They have, there were a lot of closets. I wish they were like a little more functional, but there were a lot of closets. Closets don't need to function really. I no, mean, your do. dressing closet, yes. But other than that, closets yeah. are closets. Yeah, ish. But the closets were the, I I like the closets. Mm-hmm. Closets seem nice. Mm-hmm. Um, 
did not like the various like fixtures that they had in the house, like the chandelier in the, the chandelier was area. was not the best chandelier I've ever seen. The like black tile uh, fireplace. It was a fireplace that was twelve inch tiles, black. That went into a mirrored gray formica bar. Yeah, that yeah. was awful. But again, not something so bad. Sure. Yeah. Um, living room layout is also a little weird. Remember, like, but the privacy upgrade from here. Yes, big privacy upgrade through the roof. Yep. Especially now that there are these tall buildings around that yep. look into our backyard constantly. Yep. That's and anyone true. up there could know when no one's home. Agree. So there's that. Yep. Um, Again, it was it was. I would say it was quiet. It was quiet somehow. Yep. There were a lot of uh, pluses and minuses. What are what are your what are your feelings? Uh, <sighs> my feelings are born purely out of laziness. Where I don't want to move mm-hmm. because of laziness. Yep. And just the idea of like doing that, moving, mm-hmm. packing, and, and, and yes, packing. Feels very overwhelming. Packing and unpacking uh, four blocks away. But that being said, I'd rather pack and unpack four blocks away than pack and unpack in the valley. I'd, I don't want to rent in the valley. Mm-hmm. I'd rather buy in the valley. Mm-hmm. I would if I'm if we're going to rent again. I would rather do it nearby, mm-hmm. so our life doesn't really change that much. I would rather. Um, I like the convenience factor of it being literally in our neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of uh, potentially getting to move slowly. I don't love that. Well, I mean, what I'm saying about that is like... I know what you're saying, but like... Honestly, like, I would keep... I would just... I would not move our bedrooms or kitchen-y stuff until the move. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? But certainly this, that, the shed, I would do that... Like, over the course of a week and a half. See, that sounds miserable to me. But I would do it. That sounds miserable to me. Okay. Like, I would rather just move, not drag it out, because you want to do it. Which, like... It's not a dragging out. It's a situation of convenience. I think it's very convenient. But that's not convenient. I think what's more inconvenient is to pay movers to move us four blocks. I hear what you're saying, but like prolonging a move with a baby and a dog. But I'm not. No, not we're not moving our. We're not moving our lives. You know what I mean? What I'm saying is like, and you're thinking of it very differently than I'm thinking of it. It's not like we'll sleep here with one bed and a diaper bag. Like that's not what I'm saying at all. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't like having done a gradual move. I don't like a Where gradual move. Where did you do move. a gradual move? I feel like we did, we kind of did a gradual move here. No, we didn't. We brought over all this stuff like no, in, we the, didn't. in our cars. Yeah, we did. No, we didn't. We had full on movers. We did, but that you packed also... up both of us. I had to move. I'm not, no one's moving the guitars. That I have to do myself anyway. Mm-hmm. 
and the shed I have to take care of. I know. Which is like a full-on 700,000 tons of tools. Yeah. You know? So that's literally all I'm talking about. Okay. I mean... And my computer desk. We're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we are way getting ahead of ourselves. So much so that I don't even know how we got to this. (laughs) But we were just weighing the pros and cons. Mm -hmm. Talking about the stuff. A lot happened, guys, in this break. (laughs) Um, And the ability to... Let me ask you this. Would we be happier... In a more in more space, I think yes. Is not that is is that alone not worth the temporary hassle? I guess what I'm a little like wary of is I feel like I got bamboozled and moving into this house. I was gonna say bamboozled isn't exactly the right word, but like I do feel like I was. I was pushed to move into this house against my better judgment. And and it was the first house we looked at. This house, I feel like, has been a... I mean, I, everyone listening to the podcast is like, oh, you guys have been complaining about this house for the uh-huh. entire time the podcast has been. Correct. I lo- I've liked it. Um, I love the neighborhood in the sense of, like, I love the central location. I love not worrying about traffic too much. Mm-hmm. I love um, that we have parking spaces. Yep. I love that I have a shed. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that we have a yard that we can let Bo out in some of the time. I hate that we share our driveway. That drives me fucking crazy. Guess what? You don't over there. I know. Well, I think this is something you should sleep on. I'm not gonna pu- I don't want to push you into anything. Thank you. I don't think that house is going anywhere soon. It doesn't seem like it is. Um, and I think you should look at some comparables. I guess the bigger question is... Well, this gets back to the whole... Right. Buying or moving. existential question of like, are we buying or are we renting again? Yeah. And we, I think, got so down on ourselves over the last four months with our house hunt. Mm-hmm. Um that I just don't know if staying here while we're looking is going to be mentally great for any of us. That's fair. And I think that to get us into a better space, both mentally and physically space wise, I think, I think it's not a bad idea. I mean, you were looking at rentals two weeks ago. Yeah, I, I know. But to my, I guess that then raises the existential question to you, Dori Shafir, the lady. Well, I feel like for a very long time, I was like, it doesn't make sense to move unless we buy. And I have been fighting that. And you have been fighting that. But you have also said that if, you, if we move to a rental, you want to move somewhere for at least two years. Correct. And that still stands. Which makes me not want to move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if we did a two and out situation, we could probably work with them on some of the deposits, etc. And a finite timeline. 
would be nice. But also, like, I don't want to move. Here's the problem. Really the problem. I don't want to move somewhere that I don't feel like I can make my home. I agree. And, but, same time, I fucking hate this house. You agree with me. I know you agree with me. I've been I'm just trying to go for... lesser of two evils here. I wanted to move into that place two years ago when it was uh, for rent, remember? Yes, I do remember. Okay. <sighs> but here we are. That's the existential question of like, I don't... See, to me, I'm I, not I just comfortable worry. in this house anymore. And you have not been comfortable in this house for years. And Correct. I get it. And I get now it. Now you finally I'm get finally it. getting it. You sort of were like more um I thought you were very chicken little about the house. But uh guess what? This guy has started to fall. Um and it's just it's I just, I just don't want to spend the 47 hours I'm not working every week. In this house. Yes, I hear you. I, I totally hear you. I here so little. And I'm with you on this. And I get home, and it is a disaster area. We have a giant dog. We have a baby who lives, again, to poop everywhere. He doesn't actually poop everywhere. But, like, he's a mess machine. Like, I would say, like, on the weekends, do I not, like, aren't I constantly following the baby around cleaning up the baby stuff? Like, mm-hmm. that's what I do on the weekends. Because mm-hmm. it drives me crazy (sighs) so here's my thing will you just let me say my piece of course i worry that you are kind of continually kicking the ball down the field about buying a house and that i i know that that like deep down you don't really want to buy a house and so true that's not as true as it used to be it certainly was true at some point you know we went looking for houses right so then it sort of became a thing of like but then i just became so dejected Mm -hmm. with the ideas of commuting Mm -hmm. the impossibility of finding all the space that we think we need Mm-hmm. Uh, in a price range that's sort of reasonable. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a... To- the, the, so here's the thing. I have to... To move, we need to get that down payment, mm-hmm. which is hard in Los Angeles mm-hmm. because it's 20% of over a million dollars, always. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. Um, And as you all know, we did IVF, and that ate up a big chunk of our income. And our savings. I mean, there was no time to save. We were just constantly paying off IVF. Um, so then the idea of like you saying you want another kid, the idea of doing IVF again, and that combined with the impossibility of a down payment on a house. Like I was... I mean, we were both, I think, pretty dejected with what we, sort of our conclusions drawn up by our mortgage broker and our realty person. Yeah. That uh, we just sort of both 
put it out like we sort of both turned the blind eye to house hunting for like a month and a half and this is the longest i've been home mm-hmm. in a while mm-hmm. and it is to me it's like oh my god mm-hmm. it, it, i think it's more a problem now that henry's mobile mm-hmm. than it was when he was Fun baby you could put on the coffee table mm-hmm. in his elephant pillow. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is really, you know, it's something I have been thinking about and I think about fairly often the idea of like rent versus own and rent versus own in Los Angeles. If you came to me one day and you were like, Honey, this is how much money I want to spend on our rent. And I'm content. This will drive you crazy because it's going to be opposite of what you want to hear. And I would love to sign a five-year lease. I would be like, fuck yes. Let's do that and then save for a house. This is a genius idea. And then we'd slow dance in the, in the living room. Because I'd be so in love with what you just said. <laughs> so if I want to make you love me. No, no, I already love you. I said I'd be mm. so in love with what you just said. Mm. Those were my words. Do you know what I'm saying? I do know what you're saying. Um, and But to, to the point, like I didn't, I said to you, and I'll say to the listeners who have been following us for this entire struggle, give or take, I don't want to rent somewhere that will add 100% of time to my commute. I I agree. I But you don't. You keep sending me places that are like... Because you keep saying like you would live in Pasadena. And I'm like... I would, I would rent. Okay. I would not rent in Pasadena. I would buy something in Pasadena. I told you. I will buy something in a faraway place. But I will not rent something in a okay. faraway place. Noted. I will stop sending you... Listings in faraway places. Uh, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that is exactly what you're saying. I don't you mind looking. I don't mind looking at what's out there. Like maybe there's a house that's like this. I can't believe this. This is great. We gotta go. But you just said it's like. Well, what I'm also saying is we don't have we don't have it. Like it's like we're look we're window shopping, and for something we don't, you know. It's like if you started sending me Lamborghinis. I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's a nice Lamborghini. Can't buy it. Right, so I won't send you those anymore. I don't mind looking at Lamborghinis. That's the, that, <laughs> oh, that was my analogous saying, though. <laughs> but do you understand what I'm saying? Sort of, I guess. I mean, and not Lamborghinis, but like if you sent me Aston Martins constantly all day, you're like, look at this Aston Martin. I'd be like, that's fucking great. That's a nice looking Aston Martin. Oh, it's an Aston Martin of Pasadena. Eh, next thing. Like, that's like life. That's what would... That would be, if I'd be like, I can't afford it, but looks great, honey. So, that turned to a very interesting discussion. Mm. This is like a Patreon episode. I know. <laughs> buried in a real episode. Oh, so many people are probably very angry at us for talking about this stuff. So late in the show. It is late in the show. And not like doing it at the top or... 
Maybe they Should just we just cut this about. out and turn it into the Patreon episode? You sound like uh, me when I talk to Secunda. <laughs> um, no. Okay. This is a natural. This is sort of the natural the natural flow flow of the conversation. Yep. Okay, um, we'll, we've resolved nothing. Well, you don't want to still talk about it. How, I feel like we're now we're going around in circles. I feel like. Oh no no no! I'm just like, I just don't know where we're leaving anything. It's like, I don't know how you really feel about the idea of moving into a rental. I don't know how you feel about I that. I feel okay about it. I've said this before. I feel okay about it if we have like a very tangible plan in place. But it always feels to me, it's like, we'll sign this long lease and then we'll buy a house. And it's like, okay, but what are we doing to get there? We don't have a plan. We have no plan. That's why Dylan teaches finance. And you've blown him off. I have? Yes. Or did I just, does he just email and I don't see emails? Well, he emails, you don't respond. And then when I say we need to schedule Dylan, you say, I don't have time. I have no time. Well, it's like an hour and a half out of the 47 hours I'm home. Okay, well. 12 of those I need to sleep. This is the thing that also drives me crazy, everyone listening, that this is not a Patreon. Somehow, this is not a Patreon episode. I don't have time i know i know i don't i can't there have been times everyone where i have had like a prescription sitting at target and the prescription has gone back because i literally leave for work before they are open and come home and the pharmacy is closed there is not i just don't have time and for me time is invaluable i love time like to have time on a weekend is a luxury and i would love some more of it so sometimes you know in the moment the idea of like taking an hour and a half away it's like ah, i don't know i get it long run it's healthy and worth it and should, we should just do that short run i don't know We had a concrete plan. <sighs> but it's like... We uh, did. We do. Yes. We do. We have sort of. some savings, yes. right? We have Which more is savings more than, than we, we used year. to... You know, let's look at the year to 365 to 365. We're out of debt. Yep. Our credits are both great. Excellent, even. Mm-hmm. Um we're better off than we were yes i agree that being said you know what it is for me i think finally i hate like i hate being feeling like i'm in limbo or like in a gray area me too but we're in limbo in this fucking house you know what you do you don't let me finish i was talking i had a thought and you cut me off oh boy so could you let me finish please go ahead thank you and it feels like when we continue to rent that we are just living in a limbo and that's what i mean when i say we're kicking the ball down the field it's like we're just we're just pushing this off pushing this off and like every couple of years it's like well we'll just do it for another couple years and like i'm fucking old like i'm done i don't want to rent anymore 
but I get it. I also don't want to live here anymore and we can't afford to buy anything right now. But I don't want to sign a five-year lease, so we're not going to be able to slow dance in the living room. No one is ever expecting you to actually sign a five-year lease. That's a ridiculous plan. Like, I want to sign a one-year lease and buy something in one year. We can't. I think we could. But what would we buy? We'd buy something that we weren't happy with. You don't That's what I don't want. That's the thing I don't want. At least in a rental, you're like, well, I can get out of here. I don't know. I guess you can always sell a house, too. That's my fear, though. Everywhere, I didn't like a one... The only place I liked that we looked at, of all of the places we looked at, was that place at the... Uh, in the uh, cul-de-sac in Tarzana. Mm. That was in Tarzana. Mm-hmm. That was the only house I looked. We looked at 25 houses, 30 houses. And that one was beyond our budget. And that was in Tarzana. It was on the surface of the sun. So it's like, to me, it's like, fuck that. I'd rather buy a condo in New York or something and have it as an investment property. Like, I'd rather do that than live miserably in the valley. No offense to the valley. It's lovely. I wish I worked closer to it. And I'm sure that, like, the second I get a buy a place somewhere, I'll, I'll, I'll work somewhere else. It's like, you know, you never know. But I, the idea of, I don't know. I guess I spent so long working. I spent the year, first year here in Los Angeles, were living in Pasadena and working at the Grove mm-hmm. and commuting to Hollywood every day from Pasadena. I was like, never again. And these other commutes that we're talking about are actually to Culver City much further. So, you know, we're in this, we are in a, certainly in a limbo. I don't like it any more than you do. I don't know why you say kick the ball down the field instead of can down the road. I've never heard ball down the field. It must be a Brookline thing. We had cans and roads in Maybe Lowell. I meant can down the road. Um, I couldn't interrupt you, so I let it go. Uh, I think that there is no solution. Like I said. Other than buying a strip of land and slowly purchasing um, cargo containers <laughs> and, and turning that into a house that one day will be on a, some special of weird houses. Sounds miserable. All this while my left eye cries uncontrollably. Anyway, where were we? I believe Connor emailed us. Wow. I think, I mean, I think we, we, we've run out of time. Uh, we've, gone, we've gone pretty far in. I think. I'm going to send the signal for Connor. Okay. okay? And I'm going to answer the next question because it's urgent. Okay, great. We know what we're doing. Uh, so this is from Connor. He says, hi, Matt, Dorian, Bo, also Henry. Uh, first time parents here, six week old son at his one month checkup with the pediatrician. They were concerned about his head shape. So they said us to see a specialist, the specialist today 
took a look at him and confirmed craniosynthosis. I'm sorry. Cranio Synostis. Synostis? Craniosynostosis. Synostosis. It's when the skull fuses early before the brain is fully formed, so he needs surgery to reopen, followed by a helmet for 6 to 12 months. Not what we were expecting. But it always could be worse. Any experience with this? If not, could you please send out the signal? We are sending out the cranio... Oh, boy. Craniosynostosis. Craniosynostosis. Um, signal. Um, by the way, let me tell you something about babies with helmets. They're the cutest They're babies. They're very cute. So, Connor, we're sending the signal out. If anyone has had experience with that, please let us know. And let we'll, we'll, we'll try to get Connor a uh, signal response. And uh, we we wish luck to the Connors. All right. This next email is from Anonymous. She says, I know this was a while ago, but I feel like I remember you mentioning that plain water made you nauseous during your first trimester of pregnancy. Do you remember what you drank instead? I could really use some suggestions. Thanks. Thirsty in Maryland. 1,350 square foot townhouse hoping to upgrade to a 2,000 square foot single family this spring. Oh, I feel you. Thirsty you in Maryland. You and me both thirsty, thirsty in um, Maryland. Thirsty in Maryland, I drank a lot of liquid IV. Which is flavored, right? Which is flavored and has like electrolytes. It sort of tastes, when you mix it right, it tastes like Gatorade. It tastes better than Gatorade, I think. Depends on if you like Gatorade or not. I guess so. Um, You can drink, I drank Gatorade. I drank coconut water. Um, I drank... We still have some in the fridge. Yeah, that's From that period of time, right? No, it's not from that period of time. There's a box of something called fuse that is from like hello fresh sent that to us or something well it doesn't expire for like two more years so whenever you Great. want it go for it um basically anything with electrolytes i was able to keep down gatorade coconut water liquid iv um i feel like i did occasionally drink seltzer but i don't remember i remember you drinking Yeah, liquid IV and Gator. I remember getting you a lot of Gatorade. Having yeah. to get you Gatorade at the store a lot. Yeah, and I would just put liquid IV in my water bottle and just drink it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope that helps. I'm sorry, not being able to drink water is like the worst. Uh, yeah, I'm just really sorry. It sucks. Unless you're like me and you never actually drink water. Yeah, unless you're like you and you never actually drink water. Bad person. Um. Okay, I'm going to play a couple of quick voicemails. Okie dokie. Hello, Matt, Dory, Henry, and Bo. I've been listening to this week's episode and all of you heard talk about baby quip. I can't help but think that maybe your fictional company's stroll up shouldn't have failed. You could have used it. It would have been great. I certainly hope that irony hasn't been lost and I appreciate everything that you do and all the times you make me laugh on Monday mornings. Have a great trip. Bye. I'll tell you, a stroll up would have saved us a lot of hassle at the airport. I mean. Oh, my God. <sighs> Honey, I wish you had, uh, instead of um, 
just putting that in your in your novel. You should have just uh, first of all copyrighted, it. started the company. <laughs> uh, all right, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, all right, now we have a couple voicemails for Matt. Who? Oh, oh, me. Hi, this is Jen from Pittsburgh. Oh my God, Matt. You're playing Homestar Runner right now, and I had to pause the podcast and call in and Thank tell you. you that Homestar Runner was one of my favorite things of all time in college. Uh, we have a petite stuffed <laughs> animal that sits in my kid's room. Oh, my God. Uh, my kids have no clue what it is, but I haven't actually showed them any of it yet. Uh-huh. And the kid, the cheat doesn't make the noise anymore, so it's kind of sad. <laughs> but uh, it's just... It's my favorite thing. I'm so excited that you brought up that you brought up Homestar Runner and that you were a big fan of Homestar Runner. Oh, I, I have so it. many memories of my friends and I getting drunk in college and watching the Halloween specials and the emails <laughs> and singing the Trogdor song. Please tell me you know Trogdor. Trogdor. Um, yeah, it's just it's just my favorite thing. Oh, and the fact that you mentioned Spark that was also awesome. <laughs> I too miss the internet. A lot. It's not the same anymore at all. I miss all those stupid things that we used to watch. Oh, have you ever Googled, oh my gosh, I forget what it's called, but there, I know one of the things was a frog in a blender. It sounds weird, but that was a thing, and it was really funny. Anyway, that's all I had to say. Um, yeah, so I miss the internet, too. All right. Happy holidays. Bye. Bye. Thank you for remembering Homestar Runner and making me not feel as crazy as I did when my wife looked at me like, what is this? Who are you? Hey, guys. Thomas in Colorado. That's called the podcast. Matt, I'm 100% with you. You play Strong Bed or Homestar Runner emails anytime you want. It's the best of the internet I had to offer in early 2000. It really was. Just need to pump those videos of Homstar all day long. <laughs> I'm a song from a 60s. That's the best thing the internet had to offer you. What's well, a robot? Bye. Oh, that's good stuff. God. Well, thank you for playing those. That warmed my heart that you people also enjoyed Homestar Runner. I thought it would. Um, here's one last email from Josh. We Just... actually, by the way, are now going to get through all the emails. We did it. I know. I just want to let you know that my wife got me some geeky me undies for Christmas. I jokingly said, I hope you got a podcast discount code after I opened the gift on Christmas morning. We both listen to a lot of podcasts. She proudly replied that she used the excellent adventure code over nice. all the other codes because she knows that I hold you both in such high regard. Sorry, sorry, Star Trek TNC and James Bonding. I promise that I love you too. Hope you both had a great holiday season and have a happy new year. Josh from Ottawa, Ontario. Josh from Ottawa. Thank you. Did we you. even do me undies ads on this show? Yeah, we did. We did? I believe so. Wow. Okay. I had no recollection of this. I've certainly done some ad reads for them. And I've I, heard you do ad reads for them on James Bonding. I don't even remember that. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, th- uh, there's a 700% chance that I've done a me on these ad on something. All right. Well, so, thank you, Josh. We very much appreciate it. Look. Now's the time where we're going to plug our Patreon. And if you liked the 30 minutes after the break, then you'll love our Patreon. It's a lot of real discussions about, like, what are we doing? Why are you interrupting me? Etc. Uh, 
It's pretty cool. Yeah. So honestly, if you enjoyed that at all, then Patreon might be for you. You can support us at the $5 level and you get your name read right on the podcast each month. Um, and uh, the $10 level, you get that and two bonus episodes. Well, at $5, this... you also get one bonus episode. Correct. Not just your That's name what right I meant. on the podcast. Um, also, when don't you... Don't interrupt me. I'm talking. Okay. You're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Go ahead. What are you saying? <laughs> I was saying that... Um, you also got the back catalog. Yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's what I was just going to read. Mm, okay. <laughs> so if you want, like, access to, I don't know, probably 100 hours of us. Yapping. And maybe more, then Patreon might be the place for you. Um, anyway, it's time to say thank you to the following patrons. Uh, we got a Diane M. Martin, longtime supporter of the show and of my nerdist days. Diane, thank you. Caroline Land. Uh, Greg Watchhorn. Our Ireland correspondent. Yes, indeed. Our, 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 the man who often keeps the patrons <laughs> interesting with his great questions. <laughs> Jennifer H.S. Uh, Melody Baltazar. Tyler Rosewood. Uh, we got ourselves a Karen Thakershi. Abba N. Alan L. Alec Meredith and Fletcher Babel. Allison Dean. Amanda Lady. Amy. Amy Giles. Andrea McCarroll. Andy Cummings. Andy Pavlik. Angel Rivera III. Andy James. Anne K. Lee. Anne Real. And then one, two, three, four, five anonymous folks. April Cherry. Uh, Ariana Perry. Ashley Cicely. Lee. Audrey Watson. Aurora and Zelda. Becca Foster. Ben, a PhD. Brett Jarrett. Brianna Taylor. Britt S. Baker. Brittany Bonanza. Bruno Macias. Macias, we always say this. CJ. I say it wrong. She says it right. Carly Moore. Carolyn N. Kathy Hill. Shinami Worth. Chris Dybel. Christina Whoa. Smith. Uh, Darlene Estramera. Darren DeShong. Diana. Edwina Morgan Bodo. Elizabeth Capusta. Erica Kapuska. Brown. Uh, Erica Brown. Aaron Judge. Gudge. Here wow. comes the Gudge. Oh, in fairness, <laughs> Look at how small the font is. I have one eye working currently. Okay. Aaron Turley. Aaron Gudge. Here comes the Gudge. <laughs> Court's in session now. Here comes the Gudge. Aaron Turley. Evelyn Schmevelin. Frederick Roy. Greta Truitt. Hannah Crowder. Heather Nelson. Helen R.B. And the old folks at Hoot and Waddle. Thank you all so very much. We love you. You've been us. We've been you. What? Nope. <laughs> all right. Flip that around. Goodbye. Thank you, everyone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.